I have violent diarrhea, cancer, AIDS, diabetes, and a bad ear infection, and a horrible case of eczema. Yes, I said eczema, motherfucker. Sounds impossible, right? Well, fuck you. 48 minutes of dog barking. 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 Growl. Growl. 48 minutes of dog barking. 48 minutes of dog barking. Gang gang. gang gang ice cream so good, so good. ice cream so good <laughs> gang 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 spicy do you want to do an intro oh, I think so, hey this is 48 minutes of dogs barking this is brian i got jason here with me Ow! and we also have uh the foremost pac-man expert in st louis <laughs> chris ward <laughs> Hello. That's right. Uh, uh, South Grand Batman himself. <laughs> Tower Grove Batman. Tower Grove I'm Batman. Sorry. South See, Grand I, I was, Batman is was, very different. I was get something South wrong. Grand, South Grand Batman has uh, a lot of ex-girlfriends he owes money to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and an uh, IROC Z on the front oh, lawn. Oh, no. Of, no. Yeah. Pontiac Grand Am. Oh, that's right. Okay. South Silver. Grand Batman has a laid-back attitude about red, light, <laughs> about red lights. <laughs> uh, he's definitely been to family court once. If not more than once. As a spectator. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Active participant. Active participant. Because Linda took the kids, that bitch. Uh, so <laughs> Welcome to the program. Like like Brian said, it's 40 minutes of dogs barking. Uh, it's, a, it's a Wednesday night in the chalet. We're, uh, we're hanging out. We're, we're doing the thing. We're all uh, drinking non-alcoholic beer, which is like a weird change for me. But uh, <laughs> it's good for my mental. So we're, we're going to go with that. But speaking of mental health, there was a tweet the other day, Brian, Chris, you see this one? No. Rotten Tomatoes uh, was at Rotten underscore Tomatoes with a three. Elon Musk is reportedly considering the idea of himself. <laughs> 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 and then the community notes, of course, uh, readers added context. This is true. <laughs> wow. So everything is working great. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, everything, I say, everything's I say great. That, yes. I, I hoping, I'm hoping. The, was there a poll attached to this? <laughs> there was. Was oh, there? There was no, a poll. No. There was a poll. Okay, because I thought it was just a community note that said this is true. Uh, that's fantastic. No. Where it's... is this from? What? Who said this? How? I mean, I see the headline, but yeah. is there more context here? It, it says at uh, via at Dexterto, which is, of course, a tech news website. This is uh, a user uh, shitposting. This is someone just... Like, is this after he agreed to do a podcast? No, no. He this was is... like, I'm going to kill myself. Why did I do this? Oh, is that what you're saying? Is that... <laughs> hey, Chris, you feeling all right there, buddy? No, I'm just, okay. I'm just right. but, uh, but you're right. It... <laughs> I swear to God, there was a poll because I think I voted yes in it. <laughs> I saw the. But that was one of the quickest. Yeah, it's things. a real gray area for me too. Uh, yeah, I, 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 it's like, well, you know, I do want to see the low listen, tax speed run. If, if any of your friends are struggling with suicidal thoughts, you know, there are hotlines, there are right. resources. Yes. However, if your friend is Elon Musk, don't pick up the phone. Go watch Adventure Time. Smoke a bowl. 
you're doing yourself and everyone else a favor. <laughs> Don't go, answer that door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go watch uh, Inside by Bo Burnham and just leave him, leave him on I've just been rap. watching Craig of the Creek and wanting to slip my wrists. <laughs> Is that Werner Herzog? <laughs> I can't do this. Despite having worked for a South, uh, a South African person, uh, I, I can't do a South... Uh, I, 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 go, I go completely Nick Mullen and it just becomes like... Uh, uh, Australian? Generic Australian. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> e? uh, speaking of weird things on Twitter this week, of course, Donald Trump Jr. just this very morning got hacked. Uh, one of the first messages, fuck at Joe Biden, stupid ass N-word. <laughs> <laughs> I did see this. Yeah? You yeah, saw this it live? did pop up in my feed. <laughs> I can only imagine. I was like, good morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was it's 7.28 a.m. <laughs> yeah. And what what kind of shit do I got to deal with today? <laughs> uh, one of the first ones was, I'm sad to announce my father, Donald Trump, has passed away. I will be running for president in 2024. A masterful uh, a stroke of genius. But I will say that this guy, uh, he's adding Richard Hart. Who's a crypto grifter type person. And he's adding Aiden Ross. And it's like, oh, this is some 15-year-old dickhead uh, well so so someone has hacked donald trump jr's account now how many people also think this it was him and the conspiracy is now well even his brother was like i don't think you should get his account back this is too much too fun eric trump was on record saying yeah boy this is why it took me so long to watch succession because i was like why would i spend an hour with these people when daily i have to see this yes twitter exists but that's uh, fair yeah but but succession it's 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 a it's a mastercraft where this only sometimes feel like it's a shotgun approach of <laughs> yeah. awfulness. Yeah, you, you really never know if you're gonna get a good episode or not out of these guys. But <laughs> yeah. here's something that that fucking uh, just was impenetrable. Impenetrable. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Emily in Montreal posts: Crumps remains in control of the narrative, and all of Dime Square in its reaction to his self cancellation has turned itself for good into a mere appendage of his autofiction. By ending himself, he has ended Dime Square. This was a suicide bombing. I don't know any of those words. I, is this something I, I should know? I understand Dime Square. I understand it's a bunch of like neo-reactionary people who are like, oh, being a Christian is most the most punk rock thing you can do. Uh, so, <laughs> hey, I went to Cornerstone. Did you go to Cornerstone? <laughs> I'm not kidding. I went for four years. I saw Christian <laughs> yeah. punk rock up close. And yeah. Christian goth. Right. Oh, amazing. Goth. Amazing. Oh, um, Chris, do you remember, remember like Alt-Lit? Like 10, oh, 13 years ago, boy. like indie sleaze, like writing. Alt lit indie sleaze writing. Like, you know, I don't like know uh, any shoplifting of those words. from. Like, <laughs> where am I? Shop, like shoplifting from American Apparel. I think that was like Taolin, maybe. Taolin, yeah. Yeah. Were these blogs? So, Dime Square is like indie sleaze. If it moved to New York City, started a podcast that was like very overt and sometimes very subversively fascist. And then, um,. Became like a trad cath converted. You guys are down the hole. Yeah, yeah. This is this I is feel what like we do I'm, every week. I feel like I'm in a I feel like I'm in a dinghy, and I wandered to this iceberg, and I'm like, yeah. what's this? What's this? And so trad cath is short for traditional Catholic. Okay. Okay. So okay. So just say bad guys. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's really no. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm following. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So like the main thing about trad cath is like the 
I guess it's like the issue with all people who convert to a different religion. Yeah. Is that that yeah, they, they, they care way more about everything than people that grew up in it. Especially midlife. I'm always, I'm always super weird about people who are like in their middle ages become yes. something else. And like in yeah. that way, like with religion. Born again. Because like yeah. I know lots of people who grew up like in a like Christian fundamentalist sure area like i did and you kind of grow out of it you know or you yeah. or you don't you become president right but, uh, <laughs> or senator so or chris when you talk about the, the religious fundamental uh, uh area you grew up in for those of you who for those of our, our audience who do not know you by name like oh, wh- no where would that me. be oh i'm just from central illinois central so illinois that's the, okay that's where that's, the accent yeah. oh so that I dated someone who was from Central Illinois, and her family were like quiverful people. Oh boy, it was oh, really. Yeah. She got away, but they Thank still God. had. They still had yeah. like the shackles. She was free of the shackles, but she still had like the chain. If yeah. you know what I mean, like oh, there was yeah. a lot of baggage, yeah. and you can never break the chain, as Mick Fleetwood said. Mm, no, no, you no, never no, break no, the no, chain. No, yeah, yeah, no, it was, <laughs> it was, it was wild <laughs> being told what like Quiverful was. Like, oh yeah, yeah. there's some the amazing. Druggers. Like, have you have you read the book Fantasyland? I haven't. It's just about all the crazy sex of a religion, and and it's okay. written in a way that's funny. Yeah, and um, thank God, you know, yeah. just so in Illinois, like the stories you'll hear are are pretty amazing. Mm. <laughs> I won't tell one now. <laughs> you just have to take my word for it. That'll be, that'll be for the second time you're on. Right? Exactly. So, so this post, I'm trying to parse it, and I think, I think what I, I'm seeing here is that there was a guy by the name of Crumps who was very influential in this scene, canceled himself because he admitted to some past wrongdoing, but the, by doing so, uh, everything kind of revolves around him. And so, because he's done this, this person, this tweeter, <laughs> now he's... has said that he has, he has ended Dime Square. Dime Square being the movement of, of weirdo reactionaries turning And this is not Catholic. a Paul Schrader movie. Well, the, the, the frame, the, the reply right below that is from First Reformed. Okay. <laughs> yes, that's what I, I think that was confusing me. I thought that was part of the news article. No, no. <laughs> this is just a post of someone being like, hey, uh, this happened, and this is why. It is not a news article. Thankfully, we cannot quote them as a news source. But uh, Yeah, and um, like another bit of like Dime Square fallout is uh, that there is a podcast called um, Red Scare. The two co-hosts, Dasha and... Anna, our trad cat, like, yeah, conservativeness is punk rock. Like, very much we're like, come town <laughs> yeah, and like, very, Chapo, very Trap House adjacent. And then, like, they started like interviewing. They're like true believers. They've kind of come around. Yeah. They, That's yeah. Like, wild because so at Cornerstone, yeah. You, when it was Christian punk rock and Christian goth and stuff, yeah, yeah. that was really, back then, it was an excuse to listen to the kind of music you really wanted to listen to, yeah, but sure. it would be cool with your parents. So, like, yo, there was even a, because, Mar- <laughs> yeah, so Marilyn Manson was popular at the yeah, time, and yeah. there was a Marilyn Manson equivalent who would be like, I swear to God, they had a song where the guy goes, the di- this is 1997. Yeah. The digital age has raped us. That was the... <laughs> That was the chorus. <laughs> that sounds like a song Marilyn Manson would like, write now. We're like, whoa. And then between songs, he goes, all right, everybody, Jesus. Like, <laughs> it was all an act. So yeah, yeah. there was something more innocent about that. Like yeah. nobody there, I mean, we were young too, but nobody there was like, yeah, this is the fucking way. Yeah. Like get yeah. on board or. They weren't hardcore. It yeah, wasn't yeah, like yeah. that, you know. The, the, the Red Scare chicks have like 
gone to like uh, Alex Jones's compound, like shotguns yeah. with him and yeah, and <laughs> stuff. And, well, uh, yeah, I, um, Hoops among us. <laughs> uh, also, Anna had like this weird, like futurist tradcast feminist debate with Grimes. Oh, that was just recently. Yes, and it was. Tim Dillon was like the guest MC or something like that. Um, and I think if, if you're gonna have like a far right comedian like MC like your weird fucking thing. Tim Dillon's pretty good. Like he's got yeah. like some pretty terrible politics, but unlike most far right comedians, Hitler had some pretty good jokes. Well, I'm going to say here's the fun about you know, know, I, despite I, I'm going to say that Tim Dillon can at least make me chuckle in between the terrible things that he says. That he yeah, knows what a yeah. joke is. He knows how to write a punchline. A lot of these yeah, guys are just hateful. Yeah. Whereas like Tim Dillon at least knows how to make his hate. He respects the craft. He's at yeah. least at least he understands what he's doing. Yeah. He's not a failed screenwriter. But he's ultimately a failure. I don't know. Like, he sells out the pageant. I was going to say, like, he's... I mean, <laughs> is that her metric? Well, I mean... <laughs> well, considering... I, I mean... I mean, well, I guess since you're a little bit more... Did they the open ca- the balcony? Oh, that's it. That's God the question. Damn. Yes, you do have to ask that. That's I mean, right. Did B&D security hassle his... <laughs> of course they did. Followers um, out big of, don't dumb, dance in the aisle. Big and dumb security always loves to do that stuff. <laughs> We've talked about them before. We, That's we, incredible. <laughs> I'm going there tomorrow. Okay. Where are you seeing tomorrow? Explosions in the sky. Oh, oh nice. Delightful. Nice. Can't wait. Anyway. Delightful. Please continue. Uh, no, that's fine. Uh, so Oliver Anthony was a big deal a couple weeks ago, but this, someone on the True Anon subreddit posted this. This is True Anon's answer to Oliver Anthony. It is a uh, a woman, a white girl with dreads, rapping about healing Christmas. I'm a real bad bitch because I got the knowledge. Listen, Abraham Hicks used to be a broke bitch. Now I'm cashing my checks because I tapped into collective consciousness. And now I'm flying my aura yellow. It shines. Law of attraction feels so alive. Power up now is saving my damn life. Sexy Scorpio, I cleanse my crystals in the moonlight. Okay, okay. So, I mean, it is her so reality. I'm going to state something here. I used to yeah. work at a hippy-dippy place that sold like incense and oh, Buddhist. Yeah, yeah. And Home Buddhist Depot. and Hindu statues, and and people and people who look like that, people who look like that, yeah. always tried to shoplift. Oh yeah, no, no, no question. No, I, I don't doubt it for a second. Yeah, I was like, I was always the person. I was like, come on, man, don't. I see what you're doing with that pack of incense. Like, please, man. It's not chopper. It's like two bucks. Come on. Yeah, it was basically. So come on, she's man. sitting. She's sitting in a. Is this a car? It does appear to be. Yeah. It looks like out the back window. There's maybe a cornfield. Right, and, and she's got some 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 vines or some weeds some hanging broccoli down from, <laughs> hanging from the, <laughs> from the moon ceiling. roof. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, and then there's somebody in the car with her that who, kind who of peeks in a frame. Who I want to hit every single time. You no, know, face... though, here's a person living <laughs> her best life. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> you know, most mostly positive. You know, I, know. I don't understand any of it. But why is this the answer to? <laughs> Well, well, I think it's Anthony. because the, the the gag is that like, oh yeah, you're you're all about uh, uh, the, the, oh, the rich men north. This of is Richmond. like dunking on the libs kind of thing. Yeah, kind of, I guess. <laughs> but like, I don't know. It, I mean, we're not making it hard. No, <laughs> no. I mean, look, <laughs> she was obviously at Burning Man. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's totally. Definitely a, there's a vibe. Like she's definitely got more than one tattoo that has more than one different culture's peace symbol on it. I'm so glad we didn't have TikTok. I for real because <laughs> there, but for the grace of oh, I know. you know someone who knows about computers, go I because I, yes, I tell my I children this. I would have been yes. you know I'm embarrassed enough about what 
I've done publicly oh, yeah. on the internet and or the radio. I think about it every week on this show when, yeah. I, when we put a new episode. And yet like, here we are. Is again. this gonna be? Yeah, is this gonna be the time when so, I'm gonna say something? Or you know, I wish her well. I mm. don't know what to say. You are more than welcome to do so. I just think it's just it's ridiculous. insane. And uh, oh, it's unhinged. Is that in? Is she in Sedona? She's got to be. There's no other place that she. Uh, Santa Fe. If I had to take a walk, down. <laughs> Santa yeah. Fe. You think it's Santa, okay. Fe. Santa Fe? Santa Fe is. Yeah. The, the corn. <laughs> yeah. The cornfields of Santa Fe. <laughs> the breeding ground for this sort of nonsense. So, uh, either of you guys are you familiar with Plum Corp Records? No. Plum Corp Records is one of the places where a internet artist, formerly known as the guy who wears the pink suit, also known as Joji, releases some of his rap music. All right, so this has been floating around for three months now, and I've just been getting into it. There are three of these. It's called Dracula Flow. Chris, are you familiar with these? You're laughing. <laughs> no, but no. Dracula is so funny to me. <laughs> 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 I well, hope it's what I think it is. It's even better. This shit ain't nothing to me, man. That pussy got me screaming, crying, pissing, shitting, shooting ropes. <laughs> Okay, I have, I have a question. Who, who is exploiting this man? What is happening here? Why is he doing this? And he's reading, he clearly didn't yeah, write yeah, this. Yeah, you saw it. He's reading off a script. Someone has been feeding him lines. He's but... in a room with blacked out windows. <laughs> and he has glasses so he can't blink twice for help. Exactly. So there's a lot. Not only that, but his hairline. You'll notice is painted on. Is painted on. I know <laughs> it feels. It feels very bum fights. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> What's happening here? What am I complicit in? Was this made recently? Are these new? Yeah, yeah these are three, terms? three or four months ago. So they're relatively. Because it looks terms. like it was shot on a Betamax camera. <laughs> it looks it like does. a snuff film. It, it, it does. Just, it, it looks, looks like really, elder yeah, abuse. Yeah, it's it like, looks like something you would see on Live Leak in between videos. <laughs> yeah, in between videos yeah. of people breaking like their wrist yeah. skateboarding. Do not, do not like. Looks like Travis Bickle <laughs> I, first, was I, in I, a nursing home, I, and this guy gets just, high at night and makes him do this. Yeah. What I thought this was was the dude from uh, Tool. <laughs> oh, he does. Yeah, main, he does like a the fitting shit for, punishment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think this is what they should make the guy from Tool do. Maynard James Keenan, read this script. If you don't look at the screen, it it does sound like Bob Reuter. <laughs> oh my god! I'm feeling Can scratchy. Yeah, I like had it. to do it to him. Yeah, yeah. I took him out back and it made him an example. A <laughs> I went to Long John Silver's and I spin their face. <laughs> I'm off Incredible. that loud pack. I'm feeling scratchy. <laughs> Ow! And then, and then here comes the Sonics, you know, or whatever. You know, yes. <laughs> So then they posted this one, Rest in peace. which is uh, it's just called Michael Phelps Fit Evaluation. And it, it's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe this. It's just a, 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 a dude, a dude, like a guy that puts up drywall. Is yeah. there is there a video component to this podcast? Or no, <laughs> no. Just I'm going to share it in the, in okay, the so people episode can description see because it's I'm absurd. Seeing. Like they spray painted his his uh, Versace. They spray they gold spray painted his Versace his Versace. <laughs> yeah, shoes. that's right. it's pronounced Versace. Thank uh, you. Most yeah, he's got a Moschino shirt on. <laughs> the wave cap. Yep. How to do it to him? 
<laughs> There's a bit where they break the music and he's like, all bricked up. Independent cinema is alive and well. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> YouTube.com. Exactly right. Uh, it's just And maybe some sort of viral <sighs> human trafficking. I don't know what that was. <laughs> just, he looked yeah. like a Sabaro's employee. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Sabaro's at the mall that's about to get shut down. Oh. Yes. Oh, man. They're so, still there. There's only places that sell like nothing but like pink stuff. Oh, the pink sauce from TikTok? The, oh, pink, that's a... the pink sauce store at the, <laughs> at the mall, at, at the at the Milwaukee Mills. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of those things. So another thing we found on Twitter this week was a, a wrestling promotion that was a, a bit of an advertisement for a Japanese bullet train company. And it was two guys. On the train, on the bullet train, doing some wrestling. And they're doing... <laughs> that is one of the this weirdest pal drivers I've ever seen as he's trying not to break the other guy's neck. This is a genius promotion. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Japanese wrestling is beautiful. You can get, like, the most amazing, like, hardcore, strong style stuff. And then it'll also be, like, guys wrestling a blow-up doll and losing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's putting him in a chokehold in the middle of the train. Uh, there, there's and they're kind of like checking in with their audience because, like, okay, we're gonna you know fuck shit up here in a minute. Can you imagine being on the most efficient transportation in the world, just loving life, and then you get wrestling? Like, yeah, on top where, of that, why are we here? Why do we live here? And two like <laughs> Japan pro like legends. Oh god, yeah, yeah like these oh. these aren't just like random dudes. These are like I some so of the top I guys. That was a marketing thing. Which oh, absolutely. Really smart, yeah, you know yeah. that's. I would absolutely go to Japan and have fast public transportation and watch like two guys in their mid forties just beat the shit out of each other. But like it being a cool wow. thing instead of in St. Louis where it's sad because it's a drunk male tragic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stand clear of the closing doors. <laughs> and then in Please. comes. Oh wait, that's. Can I get your music? I hate the subway. Oh god. I want a fast train. Yeah. I want, this is my Tracy Chapman moment. As, I want a fast absolutely. train. Absolutely. With a Japanese wrestler in every aisle. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got to write that one. I, I think want to be in a marketing video. Okay. I would. Speaking of videos and other things that are written by professionals, Chris Freeman this week wrote on Twitter, calling Strikebreakers scabs is patently dehumanizing. And if your response to this is good, you should probably engage in some self-examination. Now, I know nothing about this man, but I have to. I have to assume he's fucking with me. But my immediate thought was also, please don't be mean to Spike Breakers. There's no other way to read that unless you're really thinking like, okay, this guy's irony pilled. He's, you know, he's... Without knowing the account, this could be him oh, taking fuck. a piss. But, but... The language are, police. There are people who think that way. I, I went to the next tab, and of course, Chris is, is laughing because he sees Norm MacDonald, and he knows there's something coming. And yes, Lauren Boebert found herself in a little bit of hot water. Of course, everyone knows the story. She was at a, uh, a live musical of Beetlejuice, where she was vaping, carrying on, uh, let her date grab her breasts. Uh, she was honking on Bobo, as it were. This here, Mike Beauvais wrote a perfect, because Norm's not around to deliver the joke, but he wrote it in the perfect Norm voice. And here I, it goes. I, Go ahead. No, no, Brian, please. I, I, I thought this was piss. This felt like someone they thought they knew what Norm McDonald sounded like. Well, maybe I think I know what Norm McDonald sounds like. <laughs> I, lo I love this. What's not to love? This is like, you know, at this point, 
keeping his style alive is like, okay, oh, I'll, sure. I'll take it. <laughs> I can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren Boebert was removed from a performance of Beetlejuice in Denver this week. I can't even do Norm's voice. After she began to vape and engaged in sexual touching with her date. Political observers worry that Bobert is setting a dangerous example for young people by making musicals sound cool as hell. No, no. <laughs> See, you gotta, you gotta emphasize the last three. Cool as hell. Oh. Cool as hell. Political observers worry that Bobert is setting a dangerous example for young people by making musicals sound cool as hell. Oh, there we there go. It is. There okay. we go. All right. And then he right. taps his papers. Okay. Yep. Yeah, and, a long silence. and then he goes, Michael Jackson. You guessed it. Frank Stallone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like researching something for my job and it was a tutorial oh, yeah. on another website. And, and someone makes the you guessed it Frank Stallone joke and they didn't understand it. It was a tutorial about how like hoists work. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, and your coworkers are like, what the fuck is, why is this funny? <laughs> I, I, I was so confused. Oh man! I was like, I was here for real, practical, applied knowledge. I like in a blue collar trade. Yeah, and then you get the Frank Stallone jokes. I kind of like this style. There's also a, kind of some some other things going around with like the uh, Rodney Dangerfield kind of thing. Yeah, to which occasionally is really funny. And I'm a fan of like the like I'll occasionally do the Johnny Carson one or uh, Jay Leno. Like it's just like you ever have a joke you're so embarrassed by that you're like I'm gonna oh, just yeah. throw in all the time on the, the show. Johnny I do. Carson. I, I do. I do Jay Leno. Yeah, about yeah. The 50th? It makes me laugh harder. <laughs> Casey Green got a, the the shrinking oh. Jay Leno. Oh my God, I'm getting smaller and smaller. Oh my God, bye bye everybody. <laughs> yeah, his 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 incredible shrinking Jay Leno was, one, was a wonderful. One of the greatest one shot characters <laughs> in the history. And he of just this tossed podcast. it off. The, it was it was extemporaneous. I love it. So uh, Julian Field, uh, co-host of one of the many wonderful podcasts that we're fans of, of course, that's QAnon Anonymous. He posted, breaking, Lauren Boebert kicked out of theater after falling for popcorn trick. <laughs> That's good. So Old Catholic now, girls with, oh, sorry. Question. <laughs> with their tiny little mustache. That's right. <laughs> so that's a reference to the movie Diner. Well, that's, I mean, Diner wasn't the first time that that was done. That predates Diner, but Diner made it. In the public pop pop culture consciousness, yeah, right? and yeah. that's and at this point, it, I was wondering if anyone remembered this because I no, I, I, I love diner. Diners are great. But uh, the, do kids know what the popcorn trick is? Uh, based on my preliminary search on Pornhub, yeah, they do. <laughs> really? Yeah. There's a popcorn. <laughs> of course, there is. Of course, we started them is. off with a big sausage pizza. <laughs> yep, and then and you then we work took them back back to the roots. Yeah, you kind of yeah. wow. <laughs> um, so. Uh, <laughs> Imagine explaining this to someone under like a certain age. It's yeah. be like you went to a place, you bought, put your cock through a hole in the bottom of a popcorn to bucket. trick your date into touching it. And then, <laughs> and then what, like, then you what? get a buttery Who? H, you get a handy J, the it's buttery, all buttered up. The buttery Did H. Any, is yeah. This this got to be like an urban legend thing, right? Is there historical proof? I worked with a guy at Guitar Center. Who told us a story well, one that's time? Always a great source of information. <laughs> the guy at guitar center. He he worked in the warehouse and he would go drink whiskey in the bathroom before returning to work. It was a, <laughs> it was a bad scene, but he was telling me and our boss about how he was getting you know hot and heated with his lover in the garage, and he wanted to fuck her in the ass. So. Uh, and he realized he realized there wasn't any lube, and it was a real like you know they're really in the moment. 
so they used brake fluid. Oh, which in oh. case you don't oh. know, brake fluid has little bits that's of metal dangerous. in it. Yeah, that's highly toxic. That's yeah, that's bad. That's bad yeah, news. That's real bad. And did the little kid buy the guitar while he was <laughs> telling the story with an earshot? No, this was actually in the back of the building where there was, it was just the three of us. And it was like one of those things where me and my boss are looking at each other like we should probably take the story to our grave. But, yeah. but, yet, but yet, but yet, the only reason I'm telling this because he told it in, in, a, in the pu- in a public sphere because. One of the guys that worked in the drum department, his wife worked in radio, and she he was some she worked for some mooring zoo, and so he went on the mooring zoo to tell the story oh, about the no. brake fluid oh, anal no. fucking. That's terrifying. It is terrifying. Allah Liker on Twitter, oh okay, aka the vascular dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Tweeted uh, tweeted two things that I think are very relevant to this, which sure. is honestly the only reason anyone would go to see musical theater is the possibility of getting cranked off. Following up with every man agreeing to go to a musical ever, maybe I'll get a little cranked off. <laughs> you know what? And to be fair, I think every single time I've ever gone to musical theater, I'd be like, you know, it'd be kind of cool if It'd I came really cool. tonight. Yeah. If I, I regret not cranking off when I was in theater underneath the stage <laughs> oh. because I had a job one when I was a freshman. I had a big plywood board that I would shake and it would go, yeah, it would sound oh, like yeah. thunder, right? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So for two scenes in the play, but I had to stay down there the whole play. So I just sat because there were no phones. Yeah, yeah. And I sat They're in the dark and yeah, we've had a perfect and time. Not once the... did I think I'm going to crank it down here. Really? Because I mean, as a teenager, that's probably what about my first. Thought. I was literally shaking wood with my hand. <laughs> and not once that I yeah, think, you know once. what? Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and do yeah. the popcorn trick on myself. <laughs> Does it count if it's no, yourself? No, I did my job. Yeah, was Union oh, Freshman Theater. <laughs> Your comrade is the Ralphie sweater from A Christmas Story. That's I earned right. the name Freshman Thunder for that. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the most wholesome yeah. nickname yeah. you can earn. Instead of floor dweller. <laughs> freshman crank. Freshman crank. All fresh, four years. What's up, what's up Freshy Crank? Crank so, man. Freshy the, crank. The crankster. Yeah, he cranked it under the stage. Yeah. Blew it all over the fucking fiddler. Uh, the Ralphie sweater from a uh, Christmas story last year. <laughs> so, someone's like crack someone's like cracking on the edge of a table like an icicle. If I were to jack off. No 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 Alright, sorry. Um the- <laughs> It's the only song I know from Fiddler is if I was a rich Oh, man. I know them all. Anyway, I'm sure you do. Uh, <laughs> Zandy with a Z, one of my favorite Twitter people is, uh, God, I wish we had the old Twitter right now. People gleefully reacting to Lauren Boebert jacking a guy off while watching a family musical is what the old Twitter was made for, and that's absolutely correct. You know what my biggest problem with all this is? Yeah. For real? What? Is that Beetlejuice is a family musical. That does, that, that's Ugh. so strange Ugh. to me. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I guess the Universal Studios thing set the precedent for a lot of, and the cartoon. So yeah. yeah, it's been like that for a while. I'm, I'm, I sound like an old fucking. But also in the movie, he grabs his own dick and goes, "Nice fucking model." Honk honk. <laughs> that was what I said the other day. My friend Matt Beetlejuice came out on VHS, and he came to daycare and waltzed through "It's a Small World" daycare. And goes, nice fucking model, honk, honk. And then we all start doing it. So imagine like a daycare daycare full of little kids walking around going, nice fucking model, honk, honk. And we all got put in the worst timeout. I think like a record timeout. I learned all my cuss words from my brother playing the first Snoop Dogg record. 
around me oh, while, yeah. he, while he was <laughs> computer programming. <laughs> <laughs> of all the ways to listen to a Snoop Dogg record, yes. about computer programming. Yes, I, I specifically like remember hearing the song "Sex." I've, is it called "Sexy Motherfucker"? Is it like the woman, there's a woman saying "You sexy motherfucker" or something like that, mm. in a very sexy way, of course. And like watching my brother play like "Day of the Tentacle." <laughs> <laughs> that better not have awakened anything in you. Yeah. No, I just like repeated it to like a second grade classmate and got oh a lot of <laughs> I called everyone in third grade. I started calling slut. Oh, no. I said, oh, you, no. I don't know where I picked this up, but I was like, you're a slut. You're a slut. And, <laughs> and boys, too. Mm-hmm. Jake, you're a slut. Ryan, you're a slut. Had no idea what it meant. Yeah. And I got in trouble. And the teacher said, um, you know, send me home or whatever. And my mom was so mad. And I'm, and I'm like getting yelled at. And I go, Mom, I actually... I don't know what slut means. Right. I felt, and she goes, it, it, it's a woman who breaks up families. Oh. And I don't, oh. Ever, and I don't ever want to hear you use it again. And I was like, fair enough. The end. I never called anyone a slut. <laughs> ever again. I'm trying to think, was there a Saturday Night Live bit where it was like, Jane, you ignorant slut. That yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it could have been. Could have been. Because that's the kind of thing that like. But we didn't have Comedy Central because it was banned in our town. That's how um, small it was. So I must have. Really? I must have picked the it up footloose from. Footloose ass growing up. Footloose yeah. comedy. <laughs> Is that a Mitch Jesus. Hedberg record? You're going to jail, yeah, brother. Yeah, like, like, for you. like <laughs> the fucking the Playboys you find in the woods or the every the teas are scratched out. Is it like, Paula Poundstone HBO special? Yeah. <laughs> It was it, <laughs> that's uh, what I had. The porno's called poking at you. Yeah. <laughs> so a parking space that don't even think about parking there. I said I'm thinking about it. I watched them all. <laughs> I have to. It's, it's, uh... So it's time for the next segment of the show. It's, it's called Crypto Scam of the Week. You're listening to 48 minutes of dogs barking the podcast. And now it's time for the Crypto Scam of the Week. Guess what it's about, uh, Chris. <laughs> Uh, is it about Mark Cuban on how he lost eight hundred and seventy? It is thousand dollars. It is. This, crypto- was this recently? This I was thought this week. was all done. This was this week. Y'all this still was doing uh, this? this was Monday. This was Monday. I thought this was all done. No, th- thankfully God. for this segment. So I feel of like the Casey show. Kasem. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were all done. Uh, <laughs> ponderous man, fucking ponderous. ponderous. Mark Cuban, uh, our our least favorite of the sharks on Shark Tank. Got a little bit of hot water. Also, obviously, uh, owner of the Dallas Mavericks, but that's not important. Courtesy of DL News, he fell victim to a hack on Friday. This would be Friday of last week. He lost around $870,000. So, Waz Crypto spotted this. It was Mr. Wonderful! (laughs) He's fucking me. So... (laughs) The sudden movements in a wallet marked on Blockchain Explorer Etherscan as Mark Cuban 2 were first spotted by Waz Crypto. Cuban was unaware until Deal News reached out. <laughs> the cops are on their way now. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the, the perfect timing of the South City Sirens. We, we heard you got Mark Cuban in there. Fucking shoot! <laughs> so Cuban tells Deal News, I went on MetaMask for the first time in months. They must have been watching. His losses extended beyond 5 Ether, worth about 9000 at current prices altogether. Set back 870000 across 10 different cryptocurrencies. Lido, Ether, Super Rare, Ethereum, all that shit. Uh, and of course, Cuban saying, I'm pretty sure I downloaded a version of MetaMask with some shit in it. 
hearing all that and reading that is like the closest I'll ever get to Doc, like being Doc Brown and getting into the DeLorean and going <laughs> to the future and not knowing what the fuck is happening. My question is, who's this news story for? Why is this the news? And who is this for? And 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 to him, isn't that like a drop in the bucket? Didn't he buy crypto just for his kid to like yeah. learn this? So like, why? Like, this is nothing to him, right? Oh yeah, I th- I think it's meant. Th- so this news story it's a rounding is, error. The Mark Cuban uh, kitchenette in the crypto spaces. It's it's one of those things where if you are going to warn people about, hey, don't click on some random MetaMask shit. Right, which is this program that deals with NFTs. Like, don't. If I knew I was going to be on a chalet on a Wednesday, what night is this? Wednesday, Wednesday night. night. Yeah. Having a crypto explained to me <laughs> while the sirens. While we're drinking non-alcoholic in. beer, yeah, <laughs> and drinking non-alcoholic beer, I will start to re-examine. Yeah, your life choices. All our life choices. Yeah. Yes. Uh, MetaMask <laughs> is just like a. Is that a, it's a platform? I'm assuming. Software that allows you to interact with a do, crypto wallet. Do you? Ha- I cashed out all, everything. Oh, do you guys yeah. have no skin in this game? I Very do not. Little. I have like 420 oh, yeah. Doge. Oh, <laughs> that's good though. That's just you know. That's just that's, that's like having pogs now. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like it's you just, gotta yeah. have. It's hey, remember? Song. Yeah. And you pull it out and yeah. at a party. This kind of follows a wave of other things though. Like we talked about last week, the founder of Ethereum got compromised. The day after. So, I mean, like, this is this is one of those things where it's like, hey, you know, you're not immune, even though, like, you're a big deal in the space, especially if you fucking co-founded the, the, the thing. So I think the news story... <laughs> I have so many questions. Like, what... I, I, I'm just... Go ahead. I, go ahead. I, I, can't, I don't even know where to start. This keeps happening. Yes. yes. So why is anyone doing any of this ever? Because it keeps happening. Because they think they're going to get rich quick. Yeah. Right. Um, but also, I don't want to know because I know it involves the blockchain. Yeah. So future. one of the weird things about <laughs> <Yeah>. crypto <laughs> is that you have all these people that champion, you know, the fact that it's it can be very anonymous or pseudonymous. And that, they have a utopian view of how things. Yes. So is, how is this different from the Tradcat people? Are they true believers of a oh, different there, kind there of thing? Oh, there are some yeah, real true means. believers. There's crossover, for sure. <laughs> this is wild. <laughs> the whole thing is when you don't have like anything that's regulated and you don't have... Okay. Like, nothing's backed like a bank. It really is the fucking wild west of finance. Which is exciting. It could be interesting. There's, there's people that have interesting ideas and there are interesting personalities that are attracted to it. But there's also a high capacity for human suffering. and uh, <laughs> Yes. <clears throat> and Mark Cuban getting his piggy bank emptied. That one I think is just funny. Which is fine. <laughs> yeah, I think it's that. okay if people take money from Mark Cuban. I don't yeah. have a problem with that. I think fine. when it's like some guy that works like a an office job he hates and he's just trying to like make his life a little bit better and this is and nothing else is work if the invention of the abacus led to mark cuban (laughs) having a (laughs) shitty like monday morning we'll take it yeah thank you okay that that works what Uh, else do you want yeah that's fair things that would get me a visit from the triple uh, from i'll take that one yeah i understand exactly what you mean we are on the same brain space but yes. uh, <laughs> if, I, if I, I am not in the same brain space. If I said what I thought, we would get banned <laughs> off of every platform. It's fine. <clears throat> anyway, so that is crypto scam of the week. Now we on to our our main topic this week, which is of course the reason why you're here, Chris. Our, That's our, right. I forgot. I really did forget for a second. You did forget. I was like, why am I here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the laughs, for the camaraderie, for the non-alcoholic beer. I don't know. The venison. 
The venison. That's true. There is some deer sausage. You want to go grab some of that. <laughs> and the chalet. Uh, where else would you have venison? But Broken Pizza Hut. Indeed, we are talking about Broken Pizza Hut. The sawdust and venison pizza. <laughs> yeah. Handmade. By- Handmade. <laughs> so, so we mentioned this briefly in a previous episode where you had, you had kind of come out as sole proprietor, I guess, of, of Broken Pizza Hut. Yes. Oh, and thank you for the kind words, by the way. Oh, I listened no. to the podcast, and it was like really good. Yeah. And uh, I was like, thanks. I don't know. It was yeah. it was very nice. Yeah. So in case you missed it, we did talk about this in a previous episode, but, but it is a... So here's just one post from the Twitter feed that I picked out at random. It's 1999, and you just filled out your book at Slip. You order a cherry Pepsi, but then your stepdad walks in, or should we say storms in, and that's his Dodge Mercury. You drove here, and you're 12. And you, my friend, are fucked. <laughs> this was kind of a take on... There was a little meme going around that was sort of set up like this. Yeah. And I just fucking <laughs> did just whatever. But I was yeah. bored, I guess. I don't remember. You reading that reminded me that one guy, this one guy who does like voiceovers, yeah. just randomly started reading these and like posting them himself. Yeah, that's uh, a guy named Jake, who's a, a friend of the program. Yeah, he's. Uh, it was incredible. Yeah, he's 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 kind of been in the game for a while. You. I gotta he, find he, those. He went and did uh, a couple of Jack in the Box ads. I mean, he's he's what? all over the place. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> I was so flattered. That was like one of the only times, because I just did this for fun. Like I was filming dance competitions <laughs> yeah. with my friend Brian, who's now married to my ex-wife. Oh my. <laughs> Which is like my favorite thing to say. To I don't know what to do with that information. Yeah, yeah there's, what are you gonna do with it? What, <laughs> yeah, how do but you... it's like no, they're they're like wonderful. And um, but at that time we were filming dance competitions around the country, and it was kind of a low point in my life. You know, what we would do is film the dancing. Brian would, and he would come back with a memory card and give it to me, and I would put it in a, a computer and burn a routine. Okay, and then the parents could buy. Okay. These dance routines. Okay. And he would always come back walking in the lobby with a look on his face like PTSD. Because he it was like eight-year-olds doing Kesha oh, and stuff okay. all day. And he'd be like, card full. He'd just say, card full. <laughs> and hand it to me. And I would burn. And what we didn't realize is how slow DVD burning was. Oh, yeah. Because it was... At that time, We're talking especially. 15 yeah. plus years ago. The Obama days. Yeah. The slow DVD burn days and dance moms were angry where's my dvd and we were in new jersey and we didn't know there were an apple stores no and i said it's coming to you so what inevitably we would do is make a lot of empty promises and go home (laughs) and make them and mail them out oh man it was a whole racket anyway i had a lot of downtime (laughs) and i was on twitter for the first time and i was really like tickled by the idea of my favorite place in the world which is old school sit down pizza huts. Yes. Um, because they evoke such a powerful nostalgia with me. My yeah. dad would, the first time I had beer was like a flat Bud Light <laughs> in oh, like yeah. Havana, Illinois. And he goes, <laughs> I was like, I want to taste that. And he's like here. And I did. And he's, I'm like, yuck. And he's like, remember that. And I did for did, exactly yeah. five more years. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's where my Pac-Man obsession began. Mm, and mm-hmm. But I saw them kind of crumbling around us. And, like, yeah. the idea of the worst version of that. And, like, a, what I didn't know, because I hadn't seen it yet, but would be, like, a Twin Peaks Black Lodge situation. <laughs> where it's, like, there's this place. And, you know... 
I don't know what else to say about it. Do you yeah. have? I'm just rambling. Now. It, no, no, no. I, I I just love to hear uh, you talking about it because there is a real love for this this very specific aesthetic. There's like a wood paneling. You know this this yes. photo that you attached here is very evocative because there's those. It's it's the red tape. It's lamps. the red glasses mm-hmm. for sure, and the glasses used to get with Care Bears on them, mm-hmm. and the checker cloth, the tablecloth. Oh yeah, the weird little dirty uh, child's <laughs> seat with the gross plastic puppet on it that's made oh. from like the same gloves they use in the kitchen. Yeah, um, the, it's the jukebox that starts up inappropriately when it's quiet and your family's been having a f- little bit of a fight at the table <laughs> a little bit of a fight because a dad bit. guess what dad wants supreme what? pizza yeah guess what little kids don't like yeah anything, anything on a on. fucking and they yeah. go pick it off and then it's just quiet and then the jukebox kicks on like in my <laughs> eyes <laughs> yeah it's, it's peter just, gabriel yeah or <laughs> live throwing copper something it's and it's in a holy diver holy oh, diver <laughs> And you're, you're trying to constantly grift your parents for quarters. Anyway, oh, yeah. I for and it was fun to world build and yeah. do this anonymously because it just was fun. Yeah. But then the weird there's three little phases of this, which is early on I just did whatever. Yeah. But I had a certain idea of like what this was going to be like there was unrepentantly an shitty. Yeah. Like no fucking refunds. Yes, that is a, that is a recurring theme. Yeah. Like the service is shit. What do you want? How about a fucking pepperoni pizza, you piece of shit? Like things like that, and and then like edging into horror. Oh yeah, about things skittering under the salad bar, <laughs> and <laughs> and then a few friends, you especially, and Striker Spurlock, yes, and some people early were like, we like this. It's it's like cracking our shit up. Oh yeah. So I only ever did this for four or five people. Mm-hmm. That's all I do any of that anything like that for. Yeah. But it was cool to see it get a little bigger like on Facebook until they shut it down. Just that was the impetus to say I okay, this was me. And I had no reason to not say it, except I just wanted to say it's kinda over. Yeah. Like I wanted to put a button on it and I mm. kinda was like, should I do something? Like but also yeah. want this to be lazy. I never want it to be work. Yeah, uh, because I didn't feel like it. Well, no, um, I mean it's it's a passion project, so yeah, sure. I mean, you, you yeah. don't want to have it feel like it's a it's a burden on but you. But I wanted to acknowledge, you know, honor that time and be like, okay, because and there were two reasons is because um, I couldn't say who I was because right. later in life, after running this for a long, long, long time, I got a job at a marketing agency. <laughs> Where I did end up on the Pizza Hut corporate account. Yeah. And I was young (laughs) and I was switching careers from KDHX. Yeah. And I was terrified already I was going to be lose my job because I was kind of faking it until I made it. Sure. And I'm like on Pizza Hut and I'm like, if they find this, if they trade this back to me, I'm out. I'm 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 done. So So it was the worst version of Breaking Bad. (laughs) They can't let me know I'm making jokes about like fucking someone's stepmom at Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut corporate did block this account. Oh, I'm sure. Did block it. So they did see it. And I know that they see it because I know there are interns everywhere that <laughs> monitor these things for PR agencies. These are all things I learned working on the other side of this <laughs> and writing tweets for Book It one day and then going home and being like, our waitress is a fucking whore or whatever <laughs> it was. Local stuntman uh, was was uh, fucking your mom. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, fucking Eddie Guns. Eddie Guns. Eddie Professional Guns. skydiver Eddie Guns. Skydiver. That's what it was. Um, so that, that leads me quickly to say the last part of this, which is that 
I will get a little serious, but I think it's got a really beautiful tie-in, which is um, I have a good friend whose daughter, what, he's here from here in St. Louis. Mm. His daughter was born with a very rare skin disease called mm. epidermis bullosa. Yes. And it's where they call it butterfly skin, and it's where your skin doesn't have the glue to keep it on your body, so she's bandaged all the time. Right. The insurance is... Their insurance is like twenty five grand a week for like what she needs. It's insane. It's yeah. rare, so it doesn't get a lot of attention. Right. And in his life, he has to be an advocate, a nurse, a father, right, a husband, a breadwinner at work. You know, and all these things. That said, we have this constant meme back channel, and that's where we, we're dark. He's making jokes, dark yeah. jokes. Yeah. Because he has no other outlet for that. Yeah. Where else are you going to, you going to do that at the hospital? No. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he has to be the fate, you know. So he would start sending me stuff that was so fucking funny. I was like crying. <laughs> and Eddie Guns is one of those. I believe Smoke Dog and, Bro- and oh. Smoke Dog is his. All that's, all that's Jason. That's all him. He would send them to me. I would edit them ever so gently. Like I would kind of sure. sometimes say, well, it would maybe be kind of more like this yeah which i really enjoyed and i would say hey, how about this and he's yeah. like great and then i'd send it into the world and he's not on twitter and he yeah. wasn't on facebook yeah. so i'd send it out and occasionally one would take off and i would screenshot it and i would <laughs> i would send it to him and i'd go we've got a heater yeah this kills and he would yeah. get so excited and i'd say this post is taken off and it brought me so much joy to post these and see them whatever yeah and then tell him hey that was fucking hilarious that was great that's great and then we were sort of doing it in tandem for a long time and then we just sort of got you know bored after a while sure but that was like the big thing i got out of it which was like it allowed him an outlet to be really dark and weird and scatological and i think that was really good therapy actually oh i imagine so yeah and it certainly was for me you know I know that isn't the most hilarious fucking thing in the world. Well, if it's real, it's yeah. it's important too. But that was sort of why I loved it, and also I wanted to do a coffee table book of this. Yeah, we were and talking I still about might. that. Okay, um, because years and years and years ago, Darren Snow, KDHX DJ, yeah, yeah, was loving this, and I would tell him, "Hey, it's me," and he's like, "What?" <laughs> and I said, "Hey, in your travels, because he travels around oh, God, everywhere yeah. and takes yeah. photos." He would occasionally send me a broken Pizza Hut that he had, like a, a good photo of a like the lights behind it weird, the weeds are everywhere, the roof's <laughs> falling in, and I'm like, hey, can you, if you see these on your travels, will you? Yeah, send and them he to has me. been sending me these for oh, years, oh, so I have some because for copyright reasons. Yeah, and I don't know, I don't even know if I can do what I'm doing, but like, who who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. You see the who the president was. Do yeah. just do it. Yeah. Just, do just it. put yeah. it out in the cares? world. Who's going to yeah. stop my small publishing? Yeah. my fifty copies. Yeah, who cares. my yeah. ex employer Pizza Hut? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know we might do something fun. That'd I don't know. We'll I, think that, I think that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I, even, even if it's just like a PDF and like here you print this. <laughs> well, it's something. weird because I've because this has been around for so many years, like a decade or something. Mm-hmm. I don't remember writing most of them. Yeah. Um, like most of the things you I've written in my life, it's a disposable medium. So it's comic it's books, gone. magazines, Twitter. All these are disposable mediums. So I, I still have the comic book, of, by the way. I, I've told oh, you this. Yeah. Well, I told it's, you this. it's good bathroom reading. 
the, for so, sure. So, uh, Chris, uh, during your tenure writing comic books, uh, the one that I remember because I had because it actually has you in it is the one where you're yeah. the Barack Obama. It was comic the Barack book Obama biography. Comic book. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get ridden out on a rail when I wrote that the way I would now. Yeah, because of because <laughs> of uh, pronouns or whatever. Yeah. No, then, that was a great freelance job. Okay, I, I tell you, I got this comic before I knew who you were. Like, bef- before we had met. It outsold a Sonic of the Hedgehog comic that month, and it outsold a Batman comic that month. <laughs> so Are you got- fucking kidding me? It no. did. I saw the uh, thing. Yeah. I, I, you know what? And I still don't know what this is. Okay, so real quickly, as an aside, no, this kind of overlaps. I got a freelance job when I was a comic book a freelance writer. I was working at a hospital. <laughs> this is pre-dance filming competition. Yeah, yeah. I'm working at a hospital and I'm freelancing and I get an opportunity to write political comic books. And I'm like, this sounds horrible. <laughs> and I <laughs> said, what can job. I do? And yeah. the guy said, well, we have Colin Powell. And I said, you got anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now what we know about Colin Powell, like there's, it's really ripe because he ended up being a pretty terrible and cowardly human being. Yeah. Yeah. But this was, this was right around the time Obama had announced he was going to be president. I'm done doing cocaine, getting sucked off. <laughs> <laughs> and I Let lived in clear. Springfield, Illinois, where okay. it happened. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I said, could I do Barack Obama? And he's like, sure, whatever. <laughs> and so, because I said, I got this story because I'm in Springfield and... And it's me and the ghost of Abraham Lincoln. So it's like me like Harvey Picar, but it's the ghost of Abraham Lincoln. I got it. And it's the story of Barack Obama's rise. And I read all these books and I researched it. And my artist was from South Africa. We never met. And he (laughs) painted it. Oh, wow. It's beautifully painted. We found out later we we each got paid $200 for all this. Oh, no. (laughs) It sold thousands of copies. They continue to print it. Oh, really? they, They put it in a collection if you look on amazon i look up my name every once in a while and there's <laughs> sure well, enough credited at least there's a new <laughs> it's in a new graphic novel and sure that's in my contract that i get digital whatever in perpetuity yeah. but this was like there five on, cents on, on, on yeah. computer paper in, yeah. ni- in 2000 whatever <laughs> none of this means anything and oh, so man. i bought a ton of copies myself and sold them at my hometown homecoming okay and made like a couple grand okay uh, and then I did Condoleezza Rice, which not as successful. Not as successful, no. A lot harder, I'd imagine. A lot tougher. Did Gaddafi have a cameo? <laughs> yeah. No, didn't make the cut. Oh, oh. my darling Condi. But um, Joe the Plumber's in it. Oh, oh yeah. All right. And um, yeah. Yeah, that's Jim true. Morrison's in there. with Because it's, you know... I'd forgotten that. I wrote it for kids, you know, and it's like, they're not going to care about any of this. So no. I would put weird... I would make it weird. Yeah. Because you know? there was that whole bit in the Barack Obama comic where you're in a diner and like, yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, in yeah. a diner. It was just ridiculous. But that was like a, you know, grinding out freelance bucks. Like, sure. You know, disposable mediums. You know, that's, it's, that's comic fair. books are meant to be rolled up and put in someone's back pocket. And that was a really great fucking writer told me that. And I was like, you're, why are you telling me that shit? That's crazy. Well, I Your mean. Your shit is amazing. And he's <laughs> like, no. <laughs> like, okay but so to look back and see this stuff is like some of them make me laugh and some of them i'm like oh that's terrible or right or was it's that weird mean? it's weird to that? see yeah. it and detach from like remembering any of it yeah which is better in a way because i, I want guess. it to be like it's just coming from some place like some weird dimension <laughs> some some alternate universe where some hell mouth yeah p-zone <laughs> <laughs> the p-zone anyway i went on and on no no it was 
It's great. We love when a creator kind of waxes rhapsodic because that to me tells me that there's a there's a craft and a love involved. So I'm I'm good with that. I'll say this: I gave a sh- I give a give shit a about shit. it. Yeah. I wanted it to be a certain way, and I would get mad when I saw nihilist Arby's. And I was like, this guy's phoning it in. This guy's phoning and it then, in. And then the being a dude from Lawrence Arms, yes. you're just uh, like, uh. Yeah. So I don't know him. I don't know his music or whatever. It's not my thing or whatever. But I was more annoyed at like, well, there's always that thing of like, ah, I was doing this for already. Is it, yeah. is it Lawrence Arms, the band that was like basically like Operation Ivy for the radio? I remember I them else. seeing their sticker on stuff, and I yeah. have friends who have those T-shirts. Lawrence Arms was but kind that's of a, all I know. Was kind of a uh, they came up in the same scene as Alkaline Trio. Oh okay. wait, was Common Rider who I opened with? for once? Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember. Common Rider, yeah, these I think bad so. these bad early aughts like Plea for Peace bands. Yeah. They all kind oh, of Plea for Peace. Oh shit. Or like Volcom stuff. Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, like, yeah we, we, they all they all kind of <laughs> meld together into one Chuck Taylor that smells like piss and cum. I think the only other one that really stuck out at that time was Bayside, but it was basically because Bayside was Alkaline Trio, but from New Jersey. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're doing the same thing, but hey, we're uh, we're from Jersey, so. But what I was doing is nothing different from you know I'm taking, you know it's all. St- st- stolen on some you know either the right. tone or whatever you know that it's weird twitter it's you know it's yeah. a novelty account you know i just did it because it was it was fun in that way oh. but there's a precedent for these things so he's not it's just the way he would do it i would be yeah. like phoning it the fuck in i don't know what man. I, there were many times i would i would see nihilus arby's and be like this fucking sucks but there were so many times <laughs> there'd be so many times i would see broken pizza hut Show up in my Facebook feed and be like, this is the funniest thing I've seen yeah. in two months. It's a matter of quality, I think, because, you know, there's a there's something to be said about That's it. That's right, Lawrence a, Arms. A finally written joke. Yeah, I'm calling you out, Lawrence, Lawrence Arms. calling you out, I Lawrence Arms. You know, come, come to St. Louis in the next... <laughs> Three to five years if, if yeah, you want to ask, ask Kiss King. Yeah, that's right. Uh, celebrity deathmatch. That's right. But it's just me and the guy from Lawrence Arms. That's right. So two non-celebrities. Yeah, pretty match. much. <laughs> just a death. Just in a bum fight. Death match, really. Yeah, a bum fight. There are two bum fights with Lawrence Arms. Yeah, apparently. In, in front. Right, and, we're going to have Jim Utz be like the referee. <laughs> Jesus. What? I don't remember right, this. Saw footage of delivery driver Randy inside the Capitol last Wednesday. He was humping the bus of Rutherford P. Hayes. Now it's a whole thing. <laughs> I think that's Jason. I would imagine. It, it just the the phrasing of humping the bus of Rutherford B. Hayes is just so emblematic. It's Rutherford right B. Hayes is not one I would have done because that's a specific... It gets into many specifics. It's just one of those things where it's just like, it's there. One rule we started to break was like, we were going to not be reactionary to anything on Twitter. So we weren't going to try to get in on the newest yeah. joke or meme or whatever or news yeah. event. How did that work out? We broke it? that toward this last half some. Even that thing you showed me at the beginning was like a reaction to a Pizza Hut meme going around because people yeah. messaged me like, you got to put something up, man. Oh. And I was like, ah, do I? Like, I don't, do I? Yeah. I like that it Is existed it in its own like oblivious to that stuff because then it becomes part of that. Yeah. And I did want it to be like this. What the fuck's out there? Like, yeah. who's doing this? Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I get deep about the old internet. I don't know. I, well, that's why I like what you guys are doing because I'm like I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. You feel you start to feel like this, like up hey, to a point. Yeah. <laughs> like up to a point. Like I hey, uh, that was a thing. I I was there. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely the vibe of the show. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, there being lonely. Yeah, and laughing on the internet with my friends. 
Well, speaking of laughing on the internet with your friends, it's uh, it's the segment of the show that I always feel like I'm going to alienate friends and, and, and lose the audience. It's shock.jpg, everybody. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Shock.jpg. This week's shock.jpg is called Clown Song. Brian, get you, Chris. Get your mic up to your face there, Chris. You're going <laughs> to... Yeah, well, you You're sure are to. after this. <laughs> is this on KDHX? Like a threat. Is this, um, yeah, this is this is a this is oh, called clown no. song. Is that Bob Royer? And it is the clown song from Pee Wee's Big Adventure, by the way. I would love to see a cat looking in your garage yeah. window right now. <laughs> so you've now put me in a chalet and subjected me to a goatsy video. Well, now this is not goatsy. You'll notice that he does not have the ring. Uh, so, <laughs> and then it just loops like wow. that. So. <laughs> So it is. A, it's a short video of a uh, of a gentleman uh, in the bathtub stretching his anus. How many sharpies do you think he could fit in there? <laughs> the whole pack. <laughs> the twelve pack. All the of them. Yeah, all of them. Possibly, you know, I'm guessing he's a middle aged guy. He's kind of average build, really. I mean, it's just like this random just ass white dude. guy, and he's um he's bent over naked and he is stretching his anus and screaming about it. And then you can hear the. The clown music, like I said, from Pee-wee's Big Adventure, played over the top of it extremely loud. Yeah, and he's, he's grunting. <laughs> 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 our, yeah. fav- our favorite shock.jpg sandwich is the, ah! Oh, yeah. Oh! Ah! So in the same year I was writing the Barack Obama comic book biography, there was a man in a bathtub gaping his asshole. <laughs> oh, yeah. That does say that to was, a clown uh, song. It was 2008. You're it's right. Like for yeah. the flap of a butterfly. Let me be wings. clear. That was not me in the bathtub stretching out my anus. No ring. It's uh, not goat. It's not me. Let me be clear. Uh, it's not me. It's not the goat, man. I can tell you that much. So, yeah. A goat video. Great point of reference. Because, yeah, it is, it's, a, it's a guy stretching his asshole. Not even in college did I seek out the very dark corners of the internet. Well, see, that's the thing is that you don't necessarily have to seek them out. That's because most of the time it was your, your friend, you or don't have friend to seek me. them out. They will be placed at your feet on yeah. a high projection yeah. screen in, in, in a chalet. In, in a chalet. Well, in the, <laughs> in the days of, uh, of, of web forums, especially there would be, someone would post a blind link and you would get hit by something like this, or Goatsy, or yes. or, or yeah. Tub Girl, or or one of the classics. Whitehouse.com. Whitehouse.com. Yeah. Lemon Party. Lemon Party. Yes, yeah. exactly. T-shirt uh, hell. Uh, have we girls. done T-shirt hell yet? I don't think we have. Oh no. Uh, future yeah. episode. Because uh, we just did badmovies.org, and I love that. Oh, but, oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So there was. <laughs> was there a th- was there a uh, you're the man now dog of this? I'm sure there was. I'm sure, if the, yeah. If it, if it existed, for there's that. A you're the but, man it seemed now like dog. that. But Chris, the the show show a, a frame of reference of how you didn't seek this stuff out. I very distinctly remember having a friend in middle school <laughs> with a shirt that just said goatsy.cx on it. And there was a class we had together where I guess a teacher was bored and just entered the URL on his shirt. Oh, yeah. And, oh, and she was yeah. very upset. <laughs> it serves her right. Yeah, I guess. I yeah. Mean, and, and, and his parents really... couldn't like get too mad because he was like a straight A student, like fucking <laughs> loved Linux and playing stand up right. bass. Like he's like a, mm-hmm. an engineer now. Like he's a very smart and successful person. But he was also this kind of like one of those people that would like tell you things like, uh, 
Do you know Thomas Jefferson was an atheist? <laughs> you know? Yeah, in the middle of a party. Yeah, like, <laughs> totally, oh. totally. Was going bald before he even graduated. Kind oh, of guy. poor guy. Yeah, well, last time I saw him, he looked like an old-timey muscle man. Big mustache, and he had, like started working out because there was nothing else to do in Rala. Yeah, like, besides like yeah. it was a the... big water slide in Rala. <laughs> yeah, I know and that's that. it. <laughs> I think I think I, all my friends that went to Rala was basically like there was two things to do: was get shit faced at the grotto or go to Walmart. And after a while, neither one of those things strikes any like love in your heart. <laughs> no, God no. <laughs> that was clown song. That was our shock that this week. We're gonna go right into our next segment, which is everyone's mom and girlfriends favorite part of the show is of course the breath mint it's time for your mom's favorite part of the show it's time for the breath mint <sighs> the breath mint being of course just us talking about what you've been uh, enjoying via media consumption this week chris since you are our guest we're gonna kick off with you oh i didn't so i'm glad i had something on the spot because i didn't know i yeah, what yeah. You, just what you've been watching? What you've been uh, uh, listening to? Uh, a song by a band called Oh my God! You might have to come back to me. I just looked no, it up on, on YouTube. It's a word that's hard to Google. That's <laughs> that's uh, why <laughs> I couldn't remember it because it's such a basic ass word. Is the oh, name so of the band? So it's not uh, like you know when you're like cunt. no, it's not anal cunt. No, it's not. It's not uh, the EO Captain EO documentary that I watched. <laughs> oh, that must have been really interesting. It's not the uh, hour-long clip art documentary I just watched. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my what YouTube is, not the what you, are you doing? history. He's, he's going through his YouTube Waffle history. House Jukebox Favorites Volume 1. <laughs> it's not that. Okay, I got to know what's it's on there, It's just Bubba though. Sparks. Yeah, it's just <laughs> my entire YouTube history. You, Miss New Booty. Um, <laughs> come back to me. I'm gonna All find right. this because I really want you. You That's guys fine. started off. Here, I, here I can, I can, I can spin a yarn. Yeah, so Brian, I'll start go off. for it, man. So, uh, so initially, initially, I was gonna be telling you folks about how I went to go see Jeff Rosenstock, and it was really, really amazing and fun and life affirming. But of course, uh, we live in the time of COVID, where uh, we're just gonna let this pandemic ravage and disable as many as possible. And Jeff Rosenstock and another bandmate tested positive for COVID on the way to St. Louis. And uh, the bass player also has since tested positive. I believe it's his second time, uh, which sucks. Um, as someone who had COVID pretty bad, I hope they feel better because uh, that shit is awful. And I also just can't imagine how utterly fucking terrible it must feel to be someone like Jeff Rosenstock and his bandmates and everyone who works with him. And to know that like, 20 or so years of just fucking grinding, building yourself up, trying to make a, a respectable living as a musician in a world that, that has devalued creativity so fucking much that you finally make a record that really kind of permeates more so than anything else you've ever done. It blows everyone's fucking mind. I'm, of course, talking about Hell Mode. This record, is everyone loves it. It's a throwback to things that... You know, I, I call it like Tony Hawk music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but also it's like looking kind of forward. It's, it still very much feels like his own thing. One of the quotes I read from him about recording the record, because he actually recorded in a real studio, wasn't completely DIY like he used to do it. 
was that he wanted to like make like one of those big corporate punk rock records from like the 90s that no one makes anymore and so meta genius so like so life in general by <laughs> mxpx yeah yeah There's yeah like a lot of things I but like uh but that. this record is amazing and but of course now we've devalued music so much and spotify rapes you as a as a musician all the streaming services everything is, is against you as the creative individual in this world that the only way you can make money is to go out into a country where everyone is just left to die and rot by the side of the road and now you've got to go and play some shows and hopefully Not that's enough good, for yeah. you and your wife to but survive. i'll say this he he he's gonna lose in the short run this is really terrible but he's gonna win overall because the, if you're gonna get your tour canceled partially this is the best way to get it because he has all the goodwill of everyone that's true these shows sure. are gonna sell out when he comes back oh he's gonna get a huge homecoming at every town he goes to a jeff rosenstock show is such a beautiful cathartic experience yeah. that like the blue balls for this next one <laughs> will be crazy it, it will sell out because that's what that band gives uh to people now yeah. and after the merch argument and all the negative energy oh, yeah. about that I think people are that much more got his and, back. Yeah. So it's going to be good. It just sucks because I have been like waiting for this show to shoot it for a long time. And I love this record. Bert, who is the the booker at Del Mar Hall and the pageant and, and uh, off Broadway and a couple other places. He's a big fan of Jeff's. I actually like back in my Firebird days with Bert. Always. He's always talking about how, you know, going to see bomb music industry somewhere and yeah. just how mind blowing it was. And, there was one time he even got the book by Bomb the Music Industry at the Firebird, and it was an amazing time. I like talked to Jeff for a little bit, and he was a really sweet guy. All the b dudes in the band were really sweet, and they're like spray painting shirts in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, it was so great. It was such a such a great vibe. And so yes, but for me, it just sucks to have like that. This is how we treat artists. This is how we treat people. Yeah. I mean, and this is how we treat artists. This also is not too easy or not too hard. To see how this can be applied to other things that are going on in this country right now, how we treat yeah. people and how, we, how people that really give a shit and, and give us something really beautiful and wonderful. Yeah, but those people also find joy in the things they're doing despite how they're being treated. Sure. One can hope, yeah. Oh, everyone, everyone fucking hates me and I still shoot shows. So, <laughs> Did you watch Station Eleven? Oh, oh yeah. About the end of the world? Yeah. A beautiful show. And what, what perseveres is this cool little Shakespeare. Yeah. And, you know... There's a part of me that goes, oh, that's Pollyannish or whatever. But that's absolutely what would happen yeah. it, because it has to. Because, you know, that's their that's your calling in your life. And sure. I, I think he I think he's surrounded with pretty, pretty awesome people. I think he oh, yeah. like gets back what he gives. And, sure. And it's it's like it was just I think maybe you you even turned me on to him. No, um, actually, it was the other way around. Really? It was I was listening to your show on the way home from somewhere and I heard. Serious, I'm sorry from We Cool, and that's because my ex girlfriend Hannah turned me on to Jeff okay. Rosenstock. Because, because uh, boy, I heard that's that right. and I was like, well, that's fucking every emo song I've ever heard. It condensed mm -hmm. into a, a one package, and it also fucking rules. Who yeah. is this guy? And I had to look up, you know, <laughs> yeah, so it's fun. just just amazing musician who you know is friends with so many other people who i respect like ajj oh yeah and that was actually kind of funny when i was writing my review of the ajj show at delmar hall there was actually a draft that I, I i took this out but i was actually starting to compare them to the the traveling symphony from <laughs> station 11 yes. and i was like i'm like i'm already comparing him i'm already comparing sean to like the godhead 
like Shiva <laughs> performing the Thandada, which cleanses the earth before he turns his head. You see Vishnu, and Vishnu yeah. restarts to play all over again. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm already kind of in the fucking weeds here. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but but the, the second part of this is that because that show got canceled, mm. everyone's bummed the fuck out. So was I. I mean, I originally even said, like, oh, I don't know, I'm sure I want to go. But that was in the morning, and I'm sure I would have come around by evening. Sure. But, like, ten minutes later, I saw the, the Twitter post that he, he's canceling the show. Yeah. I was like, well, that answers that, then. Yeah, yeah, me and me and Bert had, had some very oh, sad I'm sure. texts. But, but I hope we're going to shows at all next year, because Guns N' Roses, <sighs> yeah. and Jeff, like, I mean, yeah. you know. Fair. We, yeah. we could be dominoing towards... So- I don't want to think about it. So there is there I'm is a, a, a silver lining to this cloud because Burt had another show across town off Broadway. It was a very amazing hardcore band from the UK called High Viz. Oh. Who are never going to play St. Louis again. Oh, no. No, no, no. Those, aren't those shows great, though? <laughs> oh, no, no. I mean, like, I mean, they're never going to play because, I mean, like, they fucking packed out the room. They have fucking blasts. They were amazed. They probably didn't even know what St. Louis was before today yeah. or before that day. Those are the best shows. And they're like, wow, people here really like love us, like buying merch. I'm just saying they're never going to come here again because I don't think the festival gods and tour riding are ever going like, oh, why would you why okay. would you play St. Louis when you can play Columbia or Lawrence, Kansas, where, right. where like people will give a shit and show up. And like shows like, you know, Mocha Doma. And oh, I'm yeah. probably saying that wrong. I know what you're talking about. Um, and um, that band that just came through off Broadway from Nigeria. We yeah. were like straight up like we we're in a van. Those are the most awesome shows because oh, yeah. really it's like you probably won't be coming back here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it <laughs> Why was, would you? It was an amazing show. What's funny is that there uh, Andy White from Hell Knight was there. Um, Andrew oh, Elsner uh, from yeah. Tilts and of Torch, uh, formerly of Tilts and of Torch and Real Steel, was also there. A bunch of people I hadn't seen forever. Brian Tucker, who used to work at the Firebird, I saw him for a quick second. Like talking to some folks I hadn't seen in fucking forever, but Andy White was like, "Yeah, this is like what if you told like a if you pointed a gun at a hardcore band and said you had to write a real song." And it's true, like these are like real. And it's funny because like listen to the record and they sound a little bit more buttoned up on the yeah. record, yeah. but you see them live and like this is a hardcore show. Like yeah, like, like on the record they almost sound just like a nastier like real estate, but then you see them live and it's like <laughs> yeah, I do want to stage dive into a bunch of motherfuckers. Um, Big big silver lining, like you said, boy. You, you, but you I mean, out on one show, but here comes this thing that you hadn't seen, and you go, "What the fuck is this?" Oh, so I mean, like I've been listening to him for a little bit, and I wanted to originally shoot the show for the arts, but someone else, Holly, she had it before me, and I was like, oh, "I'll shoot Jeff Ronstock. That's also equally as good." Right. But I think there was probably a good amount of people who showed up that show because Jeff canceled, and mm-hmm. I have fucking great time and you weren't pressuring yourself to shoot it so that's a good i was just shooting for the pleasure of it but but at the same time also like thinking like wow i i haven't shot a hardcore show in fucking forever because everyone hates me boy you're just we're all just really laughing at that aren't we i, <laughs> I don't want to get into it one of the things that kind of hit me though is like wow i remember just like this feeling you know the camaraderie the vibe at hardcore shows like you know someone falls up you pick that motherfucker you know you f- fall down you pick that motherfucker back up mm-hmm. you know like try to watch out for each other you know fucking you know slam dance but don't be a dick like you know these good vibes but i'm also thinking like i'm the only one here wearing a mask oh yeah <laughs> and i'm like this yeah. is there's still still some nasty shit going on out there folks and like i don't know if that makes me an asshole to think about that but it was also really weird that like leaving that show on these great vibes I run the Jim Utz and like his buddy who you've been like trained tapes with since the nineties. Oh yeah. And for folks who don't know who Jim is, the shorthand is that he is a guy who is such a part of the St. Louis music scene and kind of a 
backroom sort of way that one of the characters from High Fidelity is legitimately based off of him. Yes. Yes. So I'm talking with Jim and his buddy that he's been tape training with since the 90s, but has never met face to face until this night. <laughs> and his friend was driving Whoa. up from Nashville to be like, I got, I saw them in Nashville. They were fucking amazing. I'm going to come up and see him in St. Oh, Louis. Oh, he's following them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's an older guy. Really fucking nice dude. Like he like tapes shows. He does like a hate six kind of thing, but like more retro, I think. But like while I'm talking to them, I all of a sudden I get like a Instagram DM. And I'm like, oh, I bet it's just like some motherfucker telling me like, oh, you don't belong in the scene. Brian Sutter, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. And it was actually actually some girl I did like 10 years ago being like, oh, I thought that was you at the show. Oh. And I'm like, oh, OK. You, all right. And like, yeah, why are you wearing a mask? Is this because you don't want people to know who you are? And I'm <laughs> like... Uh, Degrassi high. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. like, I'm like, because it was best for me. That was the decision. Yeah, that was best. For yeah, because I want to get sick again because I got had COVID last year and it was really bad. And it was like one of those things where I thought it was gonna be like a nice conversation. But it was like, oh, it's just someone else scoping me out, like because they hadn't seen me in a while. I'm like, okay, cool, yeah. fuck, fuck St. Louis. I don't sanction any more buffoonery with that kind of stuff. I really yeah. don't. It's yeah. it's irritating. It is very <laughs> obnoxious, particularly when it's like I spent five or six years working on myself, going to therapy really trying to be a better person i think there's some sex in there success in there and some places some I guess, six sex in there some six sex <laughs> Woo! wearing the socks baby success. wearing the compression socks oh, so the blood keeps good gotta, anyways anyways I, I think you know i i think i'm i'm definitely not a person i was 10 years ago i think i'm a lot better and it's just really a little bit disheartening that when like i go out to a show and just try to be good vibes mm-hmm. that like it's just like you realize like oh man okay so so i went and worked on myself but y'all motherfuckers are in the exact same spot i last saw you and that's really that's like wow that's that's sadder more than what like negative attention you're giving me i guess your life has been comfortable and cozy and accessible i mean look we're getting old folks and it's like love me or leave me alone if you're going out if if you're a south sider because i've been here 10 11 12 years and you know places have a season and it's okay to close some chapters so sometimes you go back those places, those haunts you hung out at, even like places I have really beautiful memories of, like off Broadway, places I'm embarrassed I got on stage, you know, yeah. or I staged over, I climbed some thing that I wasn't supposed to be on, you know, yeah. and I, I <clears throat> cringe or I get embarrassed, but that's just my own anxiety because nobody really gives a shit because everybody's really just thinking about what they're up to and what, sure, what's yeah. going on in their life. So when they do bring up some of that, it's it is all kind of weird, but it's also like like who really cares. You know, I'm not, I'm not, this isn't a soap opera. Like, Mm. you know, there's other, there's other places. It's a big city. And it's funny when I lived in, like out in New York and I wasn't even in the city. This was like White Plains. But like, you, you could do anything, right? So what did we always do? We always went to the same bar, you know? And it's like, we're, (laughs) we're in New York City, but people are like that in St. Louis too. And we're creatures of comfort and. People want to get caught up in, in drama and stuff, yeah. but man, we're getting old. Like what? <laughs> what? Like why, why? Why are we still Who? doing this shit? Because yeah, like, I'm build trying a to bridge and get over it. You know, like, I just want like, to borrow Yasi. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> I just want to take really cool photos and yeah. have yeah. a good time. Like that's Not really kind of what's ever been about. And I think one of the things that used to fuck with me is that like when I was taking photos a lot more often, like I could dedicate more time to it. Was it sometimes when people would have like these, like they wouldn't pay me for work or they'd be real mm. shitty to me about something. And they would have like this idea that I was like some rich kid. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, motherfucker, I'm from Spanish fucking Lake, man. You saw my shirt. 
<laughs> yeah, it's just it's North County is dangerous. Yes, yes, yeah, that famous sure. But it's like there's burnt out houses on the street I grew up on. Yeah. Like, but you don't owe anybody anything. You don't owe them an explanation of where you're from, and they're gonna think whatever they're gonna want to think. Sure. I think about yeah. whoever because you know. And Jason, you know a little bit about this from being on the radio too, is because yeah. you use your platform on Twitter one way, use the radio a separate way. You use Facebook a certain way and, you know, you mix alcohol in that with that for me. And mm. I did some <laughs> bad, built, badly advised <laughs> shit. But also I was like a different person. If I played music, I was one way and you yeah, play music. Yeah, yeah. So, Same. you know, so people are going to have an impression of you and that's, I guess, fine. But um, it does make it hard to, <laughs> to go back to those spaces where well, your, pres- your memory is preserved in amber. What? what they might even have, yeah. you know, is like, Oh yeah, I kind of remember this thing he did. I got, okay. I went back to my high school reunion last weekend. Oh my God. And I was, I saw, I took my beautiful partner, Kelsey, it's, mm-hmm. it's with the family me, And I felt so bad because I was dragging her to all these, but she had a great time because <laughs> it's a small town festival. Yeah. But I was like, Oh man, I'm so embarrassed by all this stuff. And I had such a good time with like my friends and I had a guy come up to me drunk and tell me that he was angry at me. He was still angry at me because I called him over the rim, Tim (laughs) when we were eight. And I'm like, excuse me. And he said, we were playing basketball at Josh's and I kept shooting it over the top of the hoop. And you call me over the rim, Tim and everybody laughed at it. And I go, I'm so sorry. I don't remember any of this but also i'm sorry if that you know i said i was probably drinking a lot at the time which is what i say to everybody yeah which is true right but also this story was when i was eight (laughs) (laughs) there's all those pizza hut beers so he was drunk so i said yeah i was probably drinking a lot at the time (laughs) and and i don't think that made him happy because by the end of the night somebody still said that guy wants to kick your ass over the rim Tim says you're fucking dead bro over the rim Tim says you're gonna be in the grave Dave rest in piss Chris rest in piss Chris that's that's he invented garbage fail kids he's coming for you motherfucker he's got a nickname for you already (laughs) that's how I felt and I was like I gotta get out of here yeah but so people are gonna have whatever and i do get anxiety you know it's certain spaces i might choose to you know go around you know where you're gonna feel everybody deserves to feel safe and everybody deserves a a new lease on life or chapter or whatever the fuck if they're at least trying Mm. yeah (laughs) so there's there's the real if they can't see that then again love me or leave me alone but you don't have to know my whole narrative either like it's like i don't owe you Therapy. Well, uh, therapy. I mean, good I, stuff. I, yeah, I appreciate you saying that. There's a lot to think in there because I usually just go like, "Man, I don't." Beats me why some dudes suck. Sure, sure as hell ain't, ain't my, my deal. Yeah, yeah. Not my monkey. Not my circus. That's my. That's my philosophy now. That's which is why it's hard not to get involved in this KDHX stuff because oh. I'm like, I'm out. And that uh, you're it. free. Oh, the same thing with Boardwalk Waffles. I'm free with me. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I used to, I mm-hmm. was like the first guy who did social media. <laughs> you did a radio and... <laughs> show at Boardwalk Waffles. No, 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 no. But as far as like being a part of something, in like you're, yeah. you got out of it. Yes. And then yeah. you see, you see all of this beautiful fruit for the picking. Mm-hmm. But you're like, you know what? I don't need that. I don't need that energy. In my... I want that. I, I don't need that smoke. I don't need that bullshit. I'm a. I, I've been out of it for years. Yes. I, I'm just out. I want to honor the good times I had, and yeah. I don't. And I respectfully am like, I'm not signing a non 
committal no, yeah, thing yeah. to the board of KDHX. No. I'm not doing it. No. I feel bad kind of now, but Meh. I don't know. Meh. I suppose we'll get into all that. Well. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. A future we... episode will have to be KDHX. I also was a volunteer at KHX. That's right. Had, yeah. had a, a really great time, but also like in late 2014, you know, as someone who was a photographer and contributing that energy, started seeing things really starting to fall apart. Like with uh, some people, Chris Bay and Valerie, I remember in particular, like they wanted us to sign releases and my good friend, Chris Bay. Yeah. I don't know Valerie. <laughs> I love Chris Bay. The Valerie? No. Um, I would love to talk about some of this stuff with you because I never get yeah, to um, I know. We don't really... just rap about KDHX stuff because yeah. that was a huge part of if my your, life. Your that's why, yeah, that's why for... I moved here. I was going to yeah. say, that was a, big, it was a big thing. But it's, it's heartbreaking because it's like watching family fight. Yeah. And I go back to my family reunion once a year, right. and that distance has allowed me to maintain the good relationships yeah. and yeah. like keep the others health in a healthy other place in a boat out in the lake somewhere <laughs> and you know it's hard to see pe- people a lot of people you love and like get into it like this in such a public jerry springer <clears throat> yeah. embarrassing yeah it feels like it's gonna get nasty in, in the next I feel like it's gonna get really really nasty and yeah. it, it sucks because i think all three and it of doesn't us, have to be that way yeah. it yeah. never did all of us have, so. I think, some really beautiful memories. KHX, the old building, and the new building. Oh, especially the old and, building. And uh, oh, the old building. Oh God, I used to have so much fun there. Oh yeah. Don't um, get me started. I will. So, so for for my breath mint this week, Brian, I finished Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, the video game, a loose adaptation that kind of combines the comics and the movies, and so you've got some some odd fans of the movies. Uh, when they're playing this game, they're not gonna. They're gonna go like, what? How? Who? Wait, hold on. They're not dating. Who's the? All that stuff. Charlie in the trees. I'm having. I'm having Bomberito. my. I'm having my Henry Hill moment. I'm just. <laughs> is that is that helicopter following? We're not moving. Yeah. Oh, so if you're a fan of the the MCU movies and you're like, oh, cool, it was a game based on. It's gonna be really weird for you. He's like, wait, Thanos was killed by this guy. Like, is. is so they really stick to a lot of the, the comic stuff and then they bring Adam Warlock in and like there's some stuff from Guardians that, that movie watchers maybe didn't quite make that What's connection. the song? Playstations? Yeah, the, I believe Xbox has it as well. Sexbox. A Sexbox and the and the gay station. Uh, do you have it? Yes. Oh, they're still calling it that? <laughs> and it's still called the Switch. Yeah. <laughs> when I saw the Nintendo Switch, I was like, yes. Yeah. A console for me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just we'll just let that I'm like, one they don't know, away. do they? Like, like, like Nintendo blue. doesn't know. No, do you they think can't. anyone they told can't Nintendo? Know. Like, hey, they barely knew what Wii was going to be the joke of. You can't call it Switch. You can't call it Wii. Yeah, <laughs> Wii U. Secret uh, perverts. I, I love Nintendo. my Nintendo Puppy Girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There we go. The Nintendo That's kitten. what it's That's appearing to be. Uh, the the Nintendo CBT. The yeah. Power <laughs> Pad. Come on. <laughs> we know. Pad. We know. It's extra absorbent. <laughs> the Power yeah. Glove. We all know. Yeah. Blow in the slot. Yeah. We they all knew. know. What the, the Nintendo Fister. Is, yeah. <laughs> we all know. Oh, McConaughey. <laughs> Secret sex shit. Nintendo. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you know. know. Well, you know. Yeah. Nintendo originally in the old days actually operated a chain of love hotels. Love hotels. They did uh, card games. There card was games. a whole yeah. There was yeah. a whole like they had a whole the Nintendo deal. Love Hotel in Hogan's Alley. <laughs> <laughs> what, 
but like a, a Hogan's Alley reskin where it's like Hooker Alley, oh. and you're trying to keep oh, the bad God. Johns away. It's sex worker alley now. It's sex Sorry, work. in this right. alley. Yeah. In this alley, we stand sex work. So Bigfoot is real. Yeah, don't be. Can I give uh, just two couple? Oh yeah, please. Go so ahead. the song, the song that I really do want you to hear, yeah, is uh, by a band called Sprints. Sprints, All and right. it's called Up and Comer. Okay, and I heard it via my friend Josiah. Hey, Sirius XMU, yeah. who is an indie rock DJ. Oh yeah, who is the um, most wonderful, wonderful person. I also have been listening to an album that was either kept for me or somebody. <laughs> Just assumed, oh, he's heard that. Uh-huh. You know how that is sometimes. Oh, yeah. The band Far. Okay. From the 1996 album, Tin Cans with Strings to You. Okay. Considered maybe the first Screamo album. Oh, possibly. An album that had I heard before Sunny Day Real Estate's Diary would have sent me on a wildly different path. <laughs> and yeah. I can't stop listening to this and playing pinball. And when I'm playing pinball, that was my Price is Right Showcase <laughs> Showdown trans- yeah. Transition, yeah. I am playing Stern's Venom pinball machine based okay. on Spider-Man and Venom and Carnage. Okay. And all those guys. You can play it at Murphy's on 21. You can play it at the Whiskey Ring. Okay. It's the fastest pinball game I've ever played. Wow. And it is absolutely wonderful. Another home run from Stern pinball. <laughs> you know. With many multiball modes and a, a multiplier that might surprise you. Huh. How do you feel about the Lord of the Rings pinball machine? It's a, one of the best pinball games ever made. Maybe not my top ten, but many people's top ten and top five. For when sure. I would do okay. load in at the Firebird and there'd be time to kill, I would just sit there and play that pinball machine. Yes, and I would, and uh, it was the only time all-timer. I ever felt. It's the only time I ever felt like I learned the board. That's where I first learned pinball was on a Lord of the Rings at the Silver Ballroom. Huh. My friend Jason and he was explaining it to me, and I was looking at him like. I don't know what you're saying. And now I'm in conversations where me and someone are talking and I notice someone's listening on us and we're talking about the deep rule sets for Adam's family pinball <laughs> yes. or Dracula pinball. Yes. And they're like, what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah. We're like, yeah, you got a soft plunge and hit the in lane so you can hit the light, the lock and start the <laughs> skill shot. But then you can stack multi balls. Mm-hmm. If you want to stack them, you got to hit the captive ball, send it up the left ramp and hit the scoop. And someone's like, what the fuck? It's how I feel when I listen to crypto conversations. Yes, yes. I, 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 at, least, I at least know partially what you're talking about here, right. though. But it's, yeah. it's crazy yeah. that one day I was like, oh, yeah, I get all this. And I'm watching a YouTube video that you not only understand the language of pinball, but the language of Venom comics. Yeah. Because they're like, hit Ravencroft prison mode. And I'm like, you got to know a bunch of shit yeah. to understand yeah. what any of that means. And then you got to give them a dollar over and over. <laughs> <laughs> so this is about the time of the show. Where we tell everybody where to find us online. Gu- uh, cri- guests, since you're Chris. Uh, <laughs> Christopher Guest. Yes. Christopher Guest oh, is here. Christopher Guest is here with his new Mighty Why? Wind sequel news. Yeah. Not Christopher Guest, but just Chris, since you're our guest, kick us off. Where can they find you on? I don't want to be found online. <laughs> I don't have anything to promote. Oh, I do have something to promote. Yes. But it ain't out yet. Go ahead and tease it, man. It's um, later this year, I wrote the cover story for the fourth issue of Nudge Magazine, which is the pinball magazine All right. uh, uh, yeah. that's published out of Chicago. I'm in love with it. I pitched them a story about the 24-hour pinball tournament in Roxana, Illinois, which I participated in, and I won't ruin how I did, 
but it's a wild ride. It's an hour by hour account of a 24 hour pinball tournament. No breaks, <laughs> wow. uh, two half hour breaks. And it went, I think, 26 or 27 when it was all said and done. Insane fucking thing. Yeah. And um, that sounds me, amazing. They let me write about it, and it's a cover story. And I we got photos, and it's St. Louis pinball, and it's St. Louis pinball people. Hey. And it's like, it it's one of my favorite things I've ever written. Well, that's a hell and of a so, yeah. uh, Nudgemagazine.com. I don't know. It's called Nudge. Okay. And um, they're online, so follow them, and then you'll know when this thing's out. You can get it if you want. I don't see any of it. I'm hundreds deep into this because... <laughs> So I, they want their aesthetic as film. Yeah. So I took all these photos, a couple hundred for the cameras. Yeah. And then you print them, $70, $80 for the prints, and they're all too dark. <laughs> I have hundreds of prints of dark oh, no. photos. Oh, God. But we figured it out, and we got tons of, of shit. So That's get great. it if you want it. Otherwise, I'm on Twitter. But Broken Pizza Hut is gone for the most part. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Brian? Oh, if you want to send me death threats, you can find me at uh, ishotgidibord, I-S-H-O-T-G-U-I-D-E-B-O-R-D on Twitter, Instagram, and Blue Sky, which I'm sure more and more people are going to keep flocking I see, I to. See Chris with the fist bump, yes. Blue Sky. I'm on Blue Sky, but I don't announce it because it's Fair enough. more I'm just kind of... We're, I'm just kind of see I'm how kind of vibing on Blue Sky. Like, yeah. yeah, it's mostly people begging for money on my timeline feed so far. <laughs> it's like I need rent again. I'm like, oh, another one of these. Speaking of which, did you bring your wallet? Right. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. <laughs> Here's for the goatsy photo. Yeah. Yeah. Blue Sky. I'm just kind of vibing on there. Like, I Twitter has not hasn't gotten bad enough for I think Blue Sky to really have legs. Yeah. I think people are just trying to make the most of it. <laughs> It's so funny to hear you say that Twitter hasn't got bad enough because it's literally like Nazis and like <laughs> I know the worst, I know well like, I, I mean like I think it's fucking terrible but you're I'm, right I'm, though yeah it, like it's, it's still the, unfortunately yeah. because the internet has such a, a a long slope for terribleness they're like first they came for the Jews and I said nothing then they came for yeah. the anime posters then they came for the uh, you know Zack Snyder stands yeah and I yeah. said nothing then they made me pay and I'm out I'm out. <laughs> well you know there's a conspiracy theory that elon musk has been purposely running it into the ground because this website gives the, the elites too much trouble are you telling me there's a conspiracy on the internet i know unheard of uh, the Ooh. goblin children beneath uh tower grove park <laughs> that is true i've met them i've seen yeah. them they stole my french bulldog and replaced it with a honey baked ham <laughs> That was just a dream you had. God, the co <laughs> Anyways, the goblin children under Tower Grove Park. They, they're, they're stealing all the Provel. So anyways, Twitter, Instagram, Blue Sky, Ishak, Gidebor, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm from fucking Midwest. We don't know how to pronounce French shit. If you want to check out my photography, my portfolio URL is assholemusicphotographer.com. <laughs> If you want to check out some photography with words yeah, that yeah, yeah. I might update one day, it's amusicphotographer.com. Hey. And if you want to check out some of my work and other very talented people in St. Louis who are doing media criticism and analysis um, that's absolutely being the shit of everyone else, uh, theartsstl.com. Theartsstl.com. That's right, folks. Arts. Arts Quincy. It's for you. <laughs> you can find me online as video crime anywhere that there's a video crime chances are that's me with the exception of course of instagram and tiktok right there i am laser goose ceo you can find the show for eight minutes dogs barking.com you can send us an email jason at four eight minutes dogs barking.com 
Brian with a Y at 48minutesofdogsbarking.com. Yes, and support the show, patreon.com slash 48minutesofdogs. This is about the time of the show where we uh, send you off a little bit of music. A group that I've discovered recently enjoyed this record. The Halo Benders, and the album is called God Don't Make No Junk. The song's called Don't Touch My Bikini. And as we always say at this time, namaste. Good luck. Good luck. Bye. You can feed me, you can breed me, you can need me, you can read me, or Dutch treat me, even 